But, um, let's get to it then. Welcome, everybody. Football. Shit talking live. Every Sunday Football. night. 12, 12 midnight Eastern. Twitch TV. The beefiest boys. Taylor. Suck. NFL. Just NFL this week. No, we don't have to recount that extremely depressing natty from last week. Yeah, I mean, we got a bit of college news we can cover as well, but no game. Hmm. Mez in the chat upset that we're talking about football. Uh, my advice to you would be A, cope, and then B, seat. So, pretty much, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, uh, let's hop right into the news because we got a little bit of it. Oh, wow. Actually, we have a lot of it. Holy crap. I mean, a bunch of it is just like co uh, uh, coaches getting fired and shit. But yeah, yeah, let's start with, uh, let's start with CFB, though. All right. All right. So first off, we got uh, Ohio State quarterback uh, C.J. Stroud entering the NFL draft. That's not really a huge shock. I mean, I don't think there's a lot of. Uh, not. Not he a lot didn't of... do it on the last day possible to declare, I believe, but he did do it. Hmm. Probably a probably a big family decision, but yeah, I mean his uh, his his draft stock's not going to get much higher than uh, it already is, and I want to say. He's actually fairly high in a lot of the mock drafts we've been seeing lately. He is, but interestingly enough, he's like frequently listed as quarterback number three, which a lot of mock drafts have. Apparently, Will Levis from Kentucky, which is crazy high. because Will Levis was not any like a right. stud by any stretch of the imagination. But we have to remember that Zach Wilson was the second quarterback taken in a draft. Sam sure. Darnold exists, and all those you know sure. some of these. Some of these scouts out there are on some shit. Yeah, I I think they're looking for a uh, looking for diamonds in the rough, and they just end up pulling up turds. Yeah. Not to say Sam Darnold's a turd, but I mean Kenny is. So. Uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, it's pretty clear this one. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think anyone really expected Stroud to return to OSU because uh, I mean they they kind of peaked this year. I think a little bit. I think with their current. Uh, coaching staff and everything. I, I think they've they've climbed to the mountaintop. This is about where it's going to be for them. So, you know, understandable. Uh, speaking of, let's stay within the rivalry. Michigan coach Harbaugh says he will be returning in 2023, which is, uh, I think, a little bit shocking because he is in a little bit of hot water with the NCAA. Um, he is, yeah. And, you know, there was a discussion as like, will he make the jump over to NFL, which I think would be disastrous. I mean, if you can barely kind of keep the Michigan program going, which, to be fair, he, he made it to the playoffs. But, you know, should he have? Um, so maybe well, over Ohio State, probably, I'd say, yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. But, yeah, he will be coming back uh, ninth season with Zoma Mater. Um I, I'm again like the Stroud thing, not super shocking, but no, no, not Harbaugh, but Michigan coaching lead. I think they're like OC or quarterbacks coach or something is like under investigation for computer crime is how it was listed for computer crimes. Yeah, I don't I don't have a article. Let me see if I can find one. But OK, I just saw it. I was like, what the fuck is this? What is a computer crime? Did he did he punch a computer? Oh, computer access crime, my bad. What did that? That doesn't help. Right? That doesn't help. That makes... I'm now murkier on the situation. Uh, Matt Weiss, their 
co-offensive coordinator. Was he on like some sort of probation where he wasn't allowed to use computers or something? Which that raises a whole separate set of questions. I don't know. There's ongoing investigation and got fired for it. There's no like details on what the crime is beyond computer access crime. Ah, uh, that's okay. It's very weird. Which, okay, well, look, we'll, we'll, we'll dive back into the realm of things that make sense here. Uh, so, yeah, the negotiations between Michigan and NCAA have broken down. Sources have told uh, Yahoo Sports NCAA is demanding Jim Harbaugh admit he lied to them. Harbaugh won't, saying level two violations occurred, but that he didn't recall when initially questioned. So that's kind of that's kind of bold. You know, when the police question, you just go, ah, maybe. So real, real hood rat of you there. Jim, what, what can you expect out of Big Ten, bro? Yeah, seriously. Uh, you know what you can expect out of a good conference, though. Uh, it's a weird lateral move. Former LSU QB Walker Howard announces transferred All Miss. Now, what's interesting about this is I seem to recall All Miss poached one of Alabama's coordinators, right? Did I make that up? Maybe. I'd believe. Did I make that up? I might have made that up. I'm not I'm not certain. Um, so, I mean, if that's right, I mean, I guess I should probably look this up in the name of journalistic integrity. But let's see. Uh, Ole Miss offensive coordinator. Uh, no, maybe not. Maybe I did make that up. OK, sorry, I lied. I'm a liar. I'm a big I'm a big dumb liar. Maybe, maybe it was defensive coordinator, actually. Well, no. Oh, wait, was it? Yeah, it is. Sorry. Sorry, they stole our defensive coordinator, Pete Golding. Oh, no. Um, so, all right. Well, that's still, this still kind of plays into what I was going to say with a... Uh, I mean, Lane Keffin really seems to be making a... Like a move towards something. Uh, I mean, obviously not a hugely disappointing season for Ole Miss this year, but... I think it's well south of what they expect. I mean, they. I think. I think Lane Kiffin honestly believes that he deserves to be in the uh, the playoffs every year. But uh, speak again, staying within the SEC. Now, this one you wanted to talk about. I think you wanted to go off on this one a little bit. Uh, yeah, a little bit. So yeah, just go off on it. Yeah. So Florida Gators they released their 2023 QB recruit Jaden Rashada from their uh, national, his national letter of intent, which is basically, you know, his whole, yeah, I'm going to this school, I'm locked into going to this school kind of deal. And the reason for that is uh, he had a $13 million NIL deal, which, you know, locked him into the school. And then they backed out on it and they decided not to pay him. Hmm. It's very confusing with all the acronyms how we're coming up. It is, you know, there's with... NLI and NIL. Yeah. Which, you know. oh, well, ba basically, it's like, so this, I don't like that. I don't like that NIL deals are being given out and then rescinded on after like, yeah, this guy got out of his uh, like letter of intent, but I'm sure there are players who get their NIL deal revoked and are just get set told to go fuck yourself and sit here for a year. Probably. And like, I, just, I don't like that. I don't like that all this money is bringing students in and it's not being followed up on and who the fuck knows where he's gonna this kid's gonna go now he was a pretty highly ranked quarterback in the like signing class so mm -hmm. come to alabama we'll take you 
Yeah. I, yeah, the NIL thing, obviously, I mean, there's multiple levels there. And then it just levels. It always seems to, like, come back to kind of, like, hurt the sport more than it's helping. Um, no. Which, I mean, I was I was originally a proponent of it. I guess I just didn't really see it in this respect because, I mean, I certainly don't. I'm not a proponent of paying players from the school at all. Certainly, I, I don't think I don't think that makes much sense. But the NIL thing, there's got to be some sort of restrictions on it. And, and I believe this was one of the primary things behind why a lot of people are talking about, like, just how useless the NCAA is like the NCAA should be on top of this kind of thing. Right. There should be like standards and stuff there should be a process a formal process and you know considering how they're also separate from the playoff committee it's like we again come back to this question what does the ncaa do other oh well sorry other than start frivolous investigations into jim harwell so absolutely infuriating um But speaking of things falling through, though, now this one you told you announced this yesterday or posted this yesterday. I was very shocked at this. So the Ed Reed Bethune Cookman deal has fallen through apparently. Yeah. So from my understanding, basically, when Ed Reed like said he would do it, he signed like a contract or whatever with them that required Bethune Cookman to like properly allocate funds to athletics right. and football and stuff, and then Bethune Cookman basically said nah, we ain't going to do it. So he pulled out and he like gave a whole very impassioned speech about how they're like fucking up and all this and holding the kids back and whatnot. Yeah, he's like, quoted, you, know, you hate to see it. He's been quoted as saying, we've been around here trying to change things, Reed said, tearfully, by the way. My vision for change, probably moving too fast for a lot of people. I'm not withdrawing my name, as they said. They don't want me here. They don't want me here because I tell the truth. Honestly, extremely based. Um, right? Because like the NCAA, like upper management of a lot of schools and stuff, like, you know, ADs and stuff are essentially useless. Um, And the thing is, like, you know, a lot of these schools, they're probably I don't know if it was Bethune Cookman. I think it was either Southern or Grambling, like despite having a fairly good alumni base, fairly good, you know, funding and all this, their gym. And I want to say this was like 2014 or something. um, Their gym looked like something out of a horror movie. Grambling. Um, wait room? I don't know if what I would look up to find this. Uh, it was like all the, all the stuff was like out of date. Uh, there was mold all over it. It looked like, you know, like some rundown high school. Yeah, I can't find it. Uh, it was several, it was several years ago. I, I've forgotten all at this point. Um, but yeah, and and I just a lot of these schools I think just don't properly allocate allocate their resources. And from the sound of it, he went in and he saw what a mess it was and says, I- "I'm changing this." And they went, "Nah, you ain't." So, yeah, uh, it's it's what it is though. It's a, it's a shame for Bethune Cookman. I mean, it looks like we were really gonna have a resurgence of uh, HBCUs after. Well, I mean, with Coach Prime gone out of Jackson State, I mean, not you know, not huge anymore really but i mean there was a lot of eyes on the product and that's never a bad thing so yeah uh and that's it for college hop into some nfl though uh cardinals hire monty Austinfort as new gm uh yeah so cardinals got their new gm looking for a new coach monty Austinfort, i guess was a director of player personnel with the titans 
Which, all things considered, with the Titans kind of player situation they've had the past few years, where they've kind of lost players and not picked up anyone good, that's a bold hire, but the Cardinals are a bad organization, so shocker. Mm-hmm. What do you think Cliff Kingsbury's doing in Thailand right now? Probably enjoying the millions of dollars the Cardinals owe him. What time is it in Bangkok? Time in Bangkok. Oh, it's like noon or something. Oh, yeah, he's probably asleep. At noon? All right. Yeah, come on, he's a young guy. He's a young guy in Thailand. Dude, come on. Come on. Maybe. Unless Maybe. he's unless All he's right. over there just doing some like hardcore relaxation stuff, which to be fair, and as I said last week, I think like just look at a picture of him and it looks like he it looks like a guy that just came out of like doing two back to back terms in the White House. It's like he's just aged forty years because he's not that old. He's like what forty four, if that. He's pretty young. Cliff Kingsbury is yeah, 43. he's forty three. Yeah, and he looks like he's. 50 now but i mean that's it's just one of those high stress it's like being president so it's a high yes, stress job you know, so. uh, i'm sure managing fucking kyler murray is very stressful which uh to go back to the mock draft thing before here we shift to the next piece of news uh a lot of the mock draft stuff has actually been looking like they might be setting up to i'm sorry i don't know if this is in your lineup i don't think it is it wasn't yeah, it isn't, but we'll talk about it. Uh, some of the mock draft stuff is looking like they might actually go in and pick up a first-round QB, um, which might be signaling that new GM is going to just clean house, which, to be fair, I mean, that's a great idea. I mean, with Kyler Murray, it's like you're not, I don't think you're really going to hurt his feelings. His heart never really seemed that much in it, right? We, we joked a lot about, you know, oh, he's going to go play a Call of Duty, but I don't know. Of all the players on the field that I saw this season – Kyler Murray definitely looked the most like he was just like, I'm just here for the paycheck, bro. He really does. He really does. So if they could pick someone up, and I can't off the top of my head remember uh, the mock drafts. Let me see if ESPN's got anything. Um, no. Oh, wait. Well, that's ESPN Plus. Dang it. Oh, I hate ESPN Plus. Anyway. Um, so. Yeah, as they do for nine ninety nine. How about for zero, zero zero? I tell you to kiss my butt. Get him, get him, Taylor. Dang. Get him. All right. Anyway. Um. All right. So, uh, moving on. And Sean Payne has completed his interview with Houston Texas. Now that being said, um, I also heard during the show or during the um, which game was it? I think Dallas, the Dallas San Francisco pregame. I heard that the uh, San Fran DC is also was also also completed an interview with him as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously multiple coaches interview with for positions, but Sean Payton's in the news a lot because you know, pretty big Saints coach, and the the Saints will get a pick out of whoever, probably a first round pick out of whoever picks him up. Uh, I mean, the Texans are pretty shitty organization right now but i can i can understand why he'd want to go there with the pretty high chance of picking up bryce Bryce Mm. young and so Mm -hmm. working with a new very talented quarterback in the league so who knows espn keeps giving me like interviews with cricket players on the autoplay and i don't know why yeah it's bizarre like it's showing me like some guy with the india team like i what i what okay but yeah i mean it's kind of a 
I don't want to say a, a, like a, a dangerous job or a toxic job, but I mean, you just haven't seen, like I was talking about the other day was something like, because again, going back to the mock draft, some of it was saying that Bryce could go to the Colts. And you, of course, were saying it's like, well, the Colts haven't been much more successful than the Texans here lately. Yeah, but the thing is like, the Texans have never been successful. The Colts have a pretty good legacy, right? They've they've won some yep. Super Bowls, yes, on the back of you know Hall of Famer Peyton Manning, sure. Um, but they also have a lot of uh, a big legacy, and they've had some great players. They've had some great seasons. Texans have had. I'm drawing. Yeah, a they were in the playoffs in 2019. They won a playoff game. Yep. Yeah, okay. Well. All right. But that's about that's that's the mountaintop for them. So I'm just not like. Sure, I see where you're going. It just seems like one of those teams, and I've always been really down on expansion teams. Obviously, uh, the old Jacksonville kind of broke the mold on that one. I mean, you know, spoiler alert, they did lose, but it was a hell of a close game, though. So, you know, I mean, you know, expansion team curse kind of broken-ish, obviously, but I just, they still kind of have a reputation, and I think legacy means a lot. And I don't know if Sean Payton and Bryce Young, I almost said Bryce Howard, I have redheads on mind. Um, I don't know if Bryce Young and Sean Payton fix that. So is what sure. it is. Uh, we got some firings. We got a lot of firings. Holy crap. Oh, yeah. All Lots right. The team's not happy. Who's up first? The Bucks have now informed OC Brian Left, which he's been fired. Honestly, it should happen midseason. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm going to be real with you. He should have been fired, but also uh, Todd Bowles, their head coach, should be fired. They both fucking. Everyone should have just been like, they don't need any coaches. You have the GOAT. Just let him cook. Yeah, I mean, just let him cook. The GOAT's not coming back to the Bucks. He is not coming back to the Bucks, no. Although, hey, Tom, if you want to stay in the family, we'd love you in New Orleans. So. Eh? Although I heard heard maybe like the Raiders or something. So, I don't know. I heard the Raiders. I mean, I think. Obviously, he has a relationship with Josh McDaniels there. Yeah. Then again, and, it is Tom Brady, so don't count out him doing something just completely insane. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, who, who could fucking guess the Bucks two, three years ago? Not me. Not me. Uh, I would. I thought he would have retired with the Patriots, though, which, whatever. Same. Uh, uh, then he went yeah. on another ring. So. Leftwich fired. Chargers fire. OC Joe Lombardi. That's pretty bold, firing a guy with the last name Lombardi, but... It you know. is, and I, uh, I maybe their fans are okay with that. I feel like a lot of people are upset with their head coach, Brandon Staley. The Chargers have fans. Uh, you know the couple of existences that support the Chargers. I can't call them people because they're oh, Californians. That's true. Yeah, very solid point. Uh, Ravens fire OC Greg Roman. Uh, that's. Now, that's a pretty big one because yeah. that's like i think that's a big thing that lamar jackson does not like greg roman and wanted him out. ah so and that so might I think this is a big move yeah. to like hey lamar we're we're all on you pal that might be the signal that uh they're they're gonna pay him whatever he wants yep um in the same vein i'm gonna skip one and pick this one up uh hiring a new gm with the titans uh ran carthon that's not a real name that's not a real name. Rian Carthon's not a real name. Yeah, he got hired out of uh, the Niners staff. I guess the Niners are getting third-round picks out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of uh, that's that's kind of lesser news, though. I think. 
Yeah, I also saw the uh, Vikings defensive coordinator got fired, so I'd like to think that my Giants specifically did that, which is pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. And the Panthers defensive coordinator got hired. I just, so well, I mean, it's that time of year, so everybody, everybody yeah, getting it's fired. Like everybody, it's all, it's what most of the news is. Everyone's mm-hmm. getting fired. Um, so again, from Ari Myrov, we got more news. Just announced the Bills, the Titans, the Jags, the Chiefs, and the Pats next year will be playing international games. Um, now obviously probably probably London again. Are they doing more Germanys again? Uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be the same setup as this year. So a couple in London and then one over in Germany. Oh, okay, excellent. Uh, really liking the really liking the Chiefs and the Pats on that list. To be quite honest. Real excited to, yep. to see Mac Jones over in Jolly Old London. Um, I was like, those could be some good games, obviously, because the Bills, obviously, you know, these these are a lot of teams that have like obviously other than well, <laughs> other than the uh, other than the Patriots, like all these teams were kind of you know on fire this year. So, be very exciting to see, especially if the Patriots can get better next year. So, uh, supposedly those are there are uh, two in Germany and three in london so like these are all the home teams and the away teams haven't been announced yet okay and uh and then finally we've got from next gen stats there's apparently this is chips in the balls this is how it was announced like this tweet was how people found out there are chips in the football that can measure how close it was to the goal line and the first down line and whatnot I mean, I feel like there should have been chips in the ball like 15 years ago. Right. And then the whole conversation is, so there are chips in the ball. We can see how close, supposedly how close it is with the chips, but we're still using the chains and the refs, you know, eyeball on it. Which to be fair, I mean, I think that that adds something to the game, but obviously in times of crisis, it should come down to the chip. Yeah. Especially like there's no good camera angles. You can't see the ball. Yeah. How can you put that on the ref to say, yeah, it was here? You can't. Yeah. Which I guess, I obviously there isn't really any more details on this since it's just a fucking next-gen next stats tweet, but yeah, maybe there it's not super accurate. But Could be. It might be very, like, very first-gen tech or something. So. But I also have to think about how inaccurate the chains and the refs can it be. It can so. be worse, yeah. It also might could be a matter of like, is every field set up for it? Uh, you know, it's it's is this going to require some sort of retrofitting? Like, how does that work? Is it is it like a is it like an RFID thing? Is it like a Wi-Fi thing? Like, how exactly does it work? And you know, maybe not. Maybe maybe this was a test case for it. Who knows? So, so, maybe. I'd uh, love to. I would. Uh, they don't seem to be forthcoming on the details though. So, whatever. Nope. Uh, that was the news. Let's just go ahead and get into it then. Let's talk the games. All right. So yesterday, uh, first game, which was the first game actually? Uh, Jags Chiefs. This was a heck of a game, man. This was a heck of it a game. It was a good one. Uh, the Kansas State, uh, for Kansas State, Jesus, I'm still in college football mode. K State had it the whole time. Let's let's be real here. This looked close on paper. It did, but. Uh, half of Jacksonville's scores were in the fourth quarter. They mounted a heck of a comeback at the end. Too little, too late. And again, let's be real. How much of this was uh, uh, Mahomes' injury? Which, by the way, I did think I saw just a second ago, high ankle sprain. 
it is a high ankle sprain. It was pretty early on in the game. Uh, yeah, he was. It happened in the second drive of the games for the Chiefs. So very early on, like going into second quarter, kind of early on. Mahomes did play through the rest of the game after the one drive he was out. Uh, the big question will be, of course, can he play next week? Because from my understanding, high ankle sprains, like the adrenaline and like maybe a shot can keep you going the day of yeah. like, in that short time period. But you're like low-key fucked the next few days. And yeah. It can take weeks and even like in some cases surgery to get back out he, there. And he did walk off the field without any assistance or a boot or anything. So, I mean, I think that's positive um, it is like i think mac jones earlier this season got a high ankle sprain and like right. he was out for two weeks tony pollard for the cowboys tonight got a high ankle sprain he had to be carted off the field so maybe it's not too bad of a high ankle sprain maybe it was just mahomes like you gotta fucking put me in the game it's the playoffs but yeah I, oh yeah because when he got hurt he looked oh he off. was super pissed he was fuming it's i do think he'll play next week but I don't think it'll be full mobility, full like pizzazz Mahomes going out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Which I mean, to be fair, I mean, you don't really need him to do all the work. It would help, but I mean, they might next week, bro. That's actually true. Uh, Let's talk Trevor Lawrence here there for a second. Trevor Lawrence looked, I know he wasn't like typical Trevor Lawrence form. The hair still looked great. Don't get me wrong. The hair looked great. Uh, But I'm going to put a lot of this on just something we've seen really increasingly through the past couple of years. Just, these boys just can't put their hands on balls. Like, they can't. At, it's at super all. frustrating. It's so frustrating. So, two things to come to mind right off the top of my head. So, after Henny got put in, he threw a couple of risky balls, and one was, I mean, it was in his hands. It was in his hands. Yeah. That should have been an interception. I don't think it would have been six right off the bat, but it would have at least kept a score off the board. And I mean, it's just it's just a couple other. And there just, was uh, the sixty-yard bomb to Christian Kirk that yeah. was in his hands and just nope. Mm-hmm. Just I mean, those two plays right there, and that that would that might have been the difference. Very well could have been honestly. So just so frustrating. But I've talked about it before. I mean, this Jacksonville team, Jacksonville team is incredibly young, incredibly inexperienced. I mean, yeah, T Law's been there for a couple of years, but. You know, to to come from where they were to where they want to be, I mean, that's a that's a several year this job. Is second year, right? I could have sworn it was third, but yeah, I suppose it is it because because yeah, yeah it's the second year. In the- yeah, the COVID year was his last year in, in college. Yeah, you're right. So so then yeah, so th- th- this is really impressive then to be quite honest because Jacksonville obviously very rocky season nine and eight. I don't think a lot of people saw them being in the divisional playoffs to be quite honest. No, like maybe maybe a winning season. Maybe, but yeah, I mean, you know, some key changes in the off season. This could be a, this could be a rowdy team next year, to be quite honest, to be perfectly honest. It so, sure could. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to it. I am looking forward to it. We, this is a certified T-Law effect, respecting stream. So we, we love the hair, man. We love the hair. But uh, congratulations to the Chiefs on another stupid jerks i hate you so much all right let's talk about it what happened here what happened to your uh, new york football giants it felt a bit like the whole south carolina situation it did yeah <laughs> uh i mean like 
Hertz didn't even put up that amazing no. of numbers. He only put up 154 yards, which in no, his defense, I was the Giants saying, gave them pretty fucking good field position every damn drive. Sure, and when Gainwell's got 112 yards, you don't super duper need to. So 270 yards on the ground. Like, yeah, our defense was getting pushed around. And our offensive line like couldn't block a single fucking play. Danny Dimes out there looking a little bit like Danny Pennies, to be quite honest. Yeah, I mean, when it was rough. We got no one catching balls. We have multiple no. drops. Yeah, as as a theme, and our O line can't block for shit. So it's it's about what I expected to happen in this game, honestly. Uh, again, when the season thing, we'd have four wins, so one playoff win is pretty sweet. Mm -hmm. And I can't complain all that much. Well, I'll I'll echo what you said. I mean, you know, this is a lot like the Jacksonville situation, right? You got a right. fairly young team. Well, not Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley is like forty at this point, I think. Uh, but you know, he's twenty-five. No way. No way. Yeah. Who am I? Th I'm thinking of OBJ. OBJ is older. That's who yeah. I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Saquon Barkley is pretty young. Um, but so yeah, it's it, then yeah, it's it's a fairly young team. Not a lot of expectations. I mean, we we chalk this up what 80% just to Devils coaching. Oh, the whole season, absolutely. Oh, nice. I mean, so. the the whole roster like is almost identical to last year's, and last year we fucking did nothing. Mm -hmm. How many games did we win last? It was a very low number. Four. We won four <laughs> games last Wolf. year. It was not great. Uh, pretty much the same team. We actually just, I think it was like cutting some wide receivers that were not great mm -hmm. even though we don't really have wide receivers right now and we still go out we win yeah uh nine games win a playoff game i'll take yeah yeah giants are kind of the uh the jags at the nfc if you will so uh very exciting bit. very exciting to see where they go with us so good good foundation let's say this obviously yeah. i wouldn't i wouldn't dive too much into it like don't let this be like a setback for them so hopefully it's not no i don't think it will be all right Bengals bills man the Bengals showed their fucking dominance burrow cooked he did i mean not as not as much as he has but considering that uh what the bills I mean, were it was, it was a snow game the bills have a very highly rated defense yeah bills were a six point favorite for reference so, I mean, this was this was a butt whooping. To, I mean, I didn't see, but if, of course, however, you have said that the Bills all season have been inconsistent. They've had some, uh, you they know, have, but that was that was primarily on offense and like one, well, right? But like the Bills were ranked four overall, and oh, that's postseason. Let me look at regular season. Bills defense. Was ranked six overall for yards, and ranked second for points per game. So, like, not not an easy defense to score on throughout no. the whole year. No, and and, and Burrow just shredded them. <laughs> Burrow shredded them. They made it look easy, like nonstop. The Bills couldn't get anything going. No, Allen looked honestly the worst he's looked maybe all season. I, I think I, I think I'm recalling one game where he looked a little bit worse. 
Um, I think it was like maybe maybe the Jets game. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Let me check the stats on that. Oh yeah, eighteen for thirty-four and two interceptions. Yeah, yeah, that was it. I think so. No, that was his worst game. But this is a very close second. So, uh, where do you see your Bills going from this? Honestly, uh, I mean, I'm not down to heart. I'm not really a huge Bills fan. Yeah, I know, but you know, same same state, so they're like in the area. Uh, sure. I mean, obviously, they went into the season Super Bowl favorites, super high expectations. They played kind of shit down the stretch. Well, I mean, three wins isn't that shit, but or three losses isn't that shit. But uh, they definitely have to figure some something out because this is pretty consistent. They go semi deep in the playoffs and then get knocked out. So, mm-hmm. are they just going to be perennial losers every year, playoff losers? I mean, that has been a, that kind of has been a recurring theme with them. So, which speaking of Super Bowl favorites going into the season, like. Talk about the disrespect on the Bengals going into the season. Seriously. These guys were, despite being the reigning AFC champs, played in the Super Bowl, these guys were written off. Like It was all Bills and Chiefs, Bills and Chiefs. Yeah. Here we are, Bengals going back to Kansas City for another rematch back in the AFC Championship game. And I'll tell you what, Joe Burrow has never lost to the Chiefs. Yeah. And I don't think he'll lose next week either. I'm looking at this is a young team too. Jamar Chase is 22, uh, Mixon's only 26. Joe Burrow's what? Probably I think he's 25. No, he's 20. Okay, he's just turned 26. Uh, I mean, this is a young team, and no to be, to be playing at this high of a level, this consistently, outstanding. This this could be a run for the Bengals if they could keep if they could keep the team together obviously for a couple of years. I mean, this could yep. be a run. And yeah, I'm I'm very excited about a rematch cuz I felt I felt the Bengals kind of got screwed a little bit last year. I mean, is bit. that is that PC to say can we say that? Oh, is is, is Roger going to Goodell going to fly down to my house and slap me in the face for saying that? Uh I'm going to be real with you, King. I don't think he knows you exist. That's what you think. That's what you think. Um, okay. Yeah, because I mean, you know, and obviously this is this is great drama for them. But uh, I'm I'm a little annoyed that they're gonna do something because of course they want Golden Boy Mahomes in the, in the in the Super Bowl. So uh, on, I honestly, I just hope they get out there and just put a beat down on them so hard that it's just you know. Yeah, I mean, un- I feel like undeniable. The fan- the NFL fan base as a whole is kind of real big on Joe Burrow these days. Yeah, I feel like. like well, the thing is, like, of Mahomes sells jerseys to like ten-year-olds, and that's more or less his demographic, right? And yep. but I think Joe Burrow is a little bit like that, you know. Well, I mean, that's exactly the thing he tries to portray, like you know, steelworker Ohio guy, you know, rough and rowdy, you know, lunch pay all the work every day kind of guy, so. Yeah, but he's uh, also dripped out. He is. He makes because you remember how Cam Newton used to dress. Oh yeah, which was just embarrassing. But uh, Burrow just kind of makes it work, man. You love to see and, it. I mean, I heard this. It was like last year they were talking about it. But so he's actually neighbors with uh, Jamar Chase. Sure. Like he bought the house next to him when he got drafted, so I was kind of based. And yeah, supposedly Jamar Chase buys all Burrow's outfits. Yeah, I can see that. I actually, th- I actually think I remember. I think I remember seeing it, hearing that in a in a pregame 
I think it was, uh, I think it was uh, around October, actually. I think it was actually talking because Jamar Chase kind of cuts up a little bit. Oh, um, yeah. And he, he was, uh, he was doing a little bit of trolling for the uh, Halloween game. Uh, so, yeah, that, that tracks. Speaking of trolling, uh, that is what the Cowboys did to us by getting this deep into the playoffs. I mean, it's a classic Cowboys playoff fucking. Yeah, playoff. you love uh, to see this. <laughs> if you're me and you hate the Cowboys, I love to see this. They yeah. are one one year away from thirty years without reaching the championship game. That's rough. Uh, that's rough for a team that's won five Super Bowls. Yeah, to have not seen the NFC Championship game in nearly thirty years now. Yeah, talk about living purely on legacy. Seriously, um, Prescott looks so. I don't even want to say he looked bad in this game. He looked desperate. I think is the right word for it he looked desperate like his numbers are not terrible but those two interceptions man you can't do that no like not at this high level i will say on the other side of the ball though brock purdy was nothing special he was nothing special he wasn't but and i said this pretty early on in the game i said this is just gonna be a one this is just gonna be a slugfest like i'd be shocked if either of these teams score 10 points and i was almost right so i they mean both have super good defenses so it's not mm-hmm. that surprising that uh mm-hmm. it was pretty low scoring and and what a year for the niners because obviously we started ragging on him at the beginning of the year with you know trey lance he gets hurt pretty early on you know the face jimmy g comes out and we you know all of a sudden we're back on board then jimmy g gets hurt and we're like oh they're done apparently not brock purdy is I mean, I'm gonna like I'm gonna put kind of Brock Purdy because he well he can ball out yes, but I'm almost gonna put Brock Purdy in like the Mac Jones category of quarterbacks. Like he has sure. he has good production, but I think his real talent is just kind of being a field general because I mean the Niners kind of coalesced around him a little bit. Oh yeah, and they're all big Brock Purdy fans, and it is like, it is working. It is working so. Uh, something's going on over there in San Francisco. They're cooking something, and it smells good, unlike, you know, the shit that's in the streets. Hey, California joke. Uh, so, yeah, that was the game. Uh, next week, of course, we will have the conference championships, 2 p.m. on Fox, Sunday the 29th. 49ers and Eagles, man. Hurts and Purdy, man. That's going to be... Big that's- Brock. That's going to be pretty good. Seeing the Niners defense, Jalen Hurts against the Niners defense, I think is going to be the like the narrative for the game, to be quite honest, because like obviously Hurts completely, you know, blew up uh, yesterday. Uh, can he can he keep that production going against the Niners? Uh, it's going to be a very different game. Yeah. From what he had to do against the Giants. Yeah, I think so. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Philadelphia is a 2.5 point favorite, which, mm, yeah, I mean, that feels listen, about right. The bills, the bills were a six point favorite. So. Well, and that's the bills, man. Um, 5.30 p.m. on CBS. The big one, the one we're all waiting for. Bengals oh, Chiefs. Yeah. A lot of narratives going into this one, of course. Rematch. Is Mahomes going to be good? This is a one point game on the line, by the way. So someone Give me the Bengals. Yeah, I'm 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 hard on the Bengals for this one. I think Bengals are I'm not going to say a team of destiny, but of the teams left, they're the ones with the destiny. Right. It just and I mean, they it's, are uh, 
they are looking to break the Bengals 0-4 Super Bowl curse, so we'll see if that can happen. That would be pretty good. And then, of course, in that vein, let's talk a little bit like the, the potential matchup. So, like, let's say Bengals go in and... and uh, I got I got the Eagles in the first game, so, like, Bengals-Eagles, I'm not going to say that could end up being, like, the highest-scoring Super Bowl in history, but it could it could be in the top 10. Yeah, my my current pick is uh Bengals Niners matchup, which would also be very interesting cuz again, the Niners defense is fairly stout and Burrow going out. Like what's the hardest defense uh, Burrow's gone up against this season? Uh this season I mean, obviously the Bills was a super highly ranked defense. Yeah. Um I think some of the divisional games were decently highly ranked, but those are also like divisional games. So like, yeah, and the Bills game, of course, was the canceled one, so we don't actually know well, about the, that one. The Bengals were kind of torching the Bills before it got canceled. So. That's true. That's true. So, hmm. Maybe the Raven. Well, I don't know. That was early season. I'm not going to put too much weight on that. So, yeah. Uh... I mean, any really any permutation of these four teams in the Super Bowl is going to be a classic, more or less. Unless it's the Chiefs, and it's just like, I don't care, man. I just don't care about the... I'm just I'm going to say it. I just don't care about the Kansas City Chiefs at all. Yeah, I think, I uh, I think a Chiefs-Eagles Super Bowl would uh, not be very enjoyable for I me. I think that's worst-case scenario, yeah. It's not worst-case scenario for my mom. She'll be excited to see Jalen either way, but... Uh... Oh, yeah. Man, real. Well, actually, I was going to say real short one. It's not actually that short. I think that we actually somehow beat last week, and we had a, more games to talk about last week, so. Yeah, we had a decent chunk of news to go through. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I got the Pro Bowl. I, I keep saying stuff about the Pro Bowl, and I'm honestly kind of interested in it. I think it, it's, yeah, me too. I'll the format looks watch. interesting, yeah. I'm like... I was going to say, I've got like a Mahomes fatigue, but I don't, I somehow don't have a Manning fatigue yet, despite seeing them literally every 10 minutes while watching football. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I like the Mannings. They have pretty decent personalities. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. All right. Well, you got anything else? Uh, oh, apparently the Tony Pollard, the running back for the Cowboys, broke his leg Really? That wasn't a high ankle sprain. That was a broken leg. Yep. Oof. Hey, that's just saying. And um, that's what we'll be ending the show on. Yeah. All right. Good enough. All right. Say goodbye. Goodbye.